ML Nation, episode 329. So if you're going through a struggle right now, know that that is actually the experience that you need in order for you to appreciate and know what success feels like later. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, do you want the next 12 months to be your best year ever? Then you must attend our training event, No BS, No Hype. You could attend either the one in the Gold Coast, Australia on May 12, 13, 14, or our USA event in Los Angeles next year on February 23rd to 25th, 2018. These three-day events feature not only me, but you also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 with an early bird price. Just go to mlmnation.net forward slash events. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible, and that's why I founded MLM Nation. Now, I'm loud and proud to be in the network marketing profession because I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential, so write that down. Number two is network marketing allows us to give back more, and I want you, whatever success you have, to give back more. Number three... Most important, network marketing allows us to be a better leader at home. It allows us to be better parents, a better spouse, because we're always leading by example. You can take the lessons we learn from these top leaders, from myself, and apply it back to home. And our mission at ML Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. Now, ML Nation, you must have a clear purpose and vision, because otherwise, you'll never do the uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. That's why your purpose and vision is so important. It's what's going to pull you and motivate you. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training stories, just like ML Nation. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now, I'm super fired up. Let's go to today's training. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Billy Funk. Hey, Billy, are you ready to make it happen? Oh, I'm excited, Simon. I, I can't wait for this interview. Been looking forward to it for quite some time. When Billy Funk got started network marketing five years ago, he was broke busted and living in his parents' basement. The first two years in MLM was a complete struggle for him. Billy's turning point was when he figured out how to use online videos and to leverage Facebook and YouTube the right way. Once that happened, Billy rose to the top and has taught his team to do the same thing. Using a combination of online and offline recruiting, Billy has sponsored over 500 people in the last three years and built teams of over 50,000. He's reached the top of two companies in direct sales, was the number one income earner in his previous company, and is a multiple, multiple six-figure earner. So, Billy, I just shared with ML Nation a brief our intro about your background, but, but please share about what were you doing, how did you come across the network marketing, and um, your story. Sure. Thanks so much, Simon. Uh, once again, I, I'm just excited to be here and very grateful that you reached out and uh, that John Melton did connect us and we got a chance to talk here today. So... It's actually five years ago, um, just this week, that uh, somebody first introduced me to network marketing. I previously, out of college, I went door-to-door selling coupons, so I, I built a team doing that, and I didn't make any money off of their efforts, zero. Like The whole goal is to take that team and move them to another location where you would start maybe receiving some residual income. Uh, one day, I woke up, and I was like, you know, I really don't want to be a door-to-door owner, but the experience was just, it was awesome. It taught me how to, to build people. It taught me how to, to sell. It taught me a lot of great things, and um, I don't regret anything. And so I, I, I fell in love with sales as well as residual income. Um, I have been, since a little kid, consciously and unconsciously unemployable, meaning the few times that I have taken a job, the goal was to figure out the inner workings of that company like uh, and then buy out the owner and, and replicate it. So... I actually started my own door-to-door company uh, after I went door-to-door. It, it, it was a crash-and-burn business, I'll say that. And then I got started 
uh, selling phones inside of this Verizon wireless franchise. I was a, a store manager, uh, then general manager within two years, and I saved up enough money and, as well as found an investor to buy this guy out of two of his locations right in Chicago. So I was the owner and operator of two Verizon stores from 2007 to 2009. And then Verizon came in and put a corporate store a block for my bread and butter and kind of just squeezed me out of business. So I was literally a quarter million in debt in 2009. And being consciously and unconsciously unemployable, I tried everything. I started a landscaping company. I started selling antiques. I, st uh, I started tree trimming, doing tree removal, and then I would take the, the, the wood and I would chop it and sell that as firewood to 7-Elevens, really doing anything I could. And then I was, I was 31 years old. I was selling antiques at this high school booster funds uh, kind of garage sale, and somebody approached me with a network marketing opportunity. And I remember when I first looked at this company and figured out what network marketing was, I was a little bit upset. Uh, you know, this guy, Tim, cold market, never didn't know him from Adam. And I said to him, like, how are you the first one to approach me with this? Like, like, honestly, like I'm 31 years old. Nobody's ever talked about network marketing to me. Uh, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I'm the perfect candidate. I went door to door, you know, building a team and I didn't make any money off of their efforts. And I said to him, I said, so you're telling me that if I recruit people and, and teach them how to sell, I'll start making money immediately off of their efforts. He's like, yes. And I was like, where do I sign? How do I get started? Um, and, and it, like immediately I had this feeling that I could do it. At the same time, the first 25 people that I approached, my closest friend, friends and family all said no to me. They all said no. I remember the first time I gave a presentation, we had over 20 people there and it was a no investment, no risk opportunity. It would actually save my friends and family money for on something they were already paying for. So it didn't cost them anything. And uh, the first half of the presentation was, was my sponsor, Tim. Second half was me. And we bombed. I mean, nobody signed up. Zero people. And I remember saying to him, like, this is good news. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, there's only one way we can go. We can only get better. Let's do it again next week. Let's do it again next week. And he's like, Okay, and we did it again next week, and we, we got a couple people to say yes. And then the week after, it got even better. And there was a point where I kind of, you know, I don't know, like I just like to figure things out in a different way. And I got really, really good at presenting. And he's like, you know, you're doing the whole thing from now on, right? I'm like, sure. I, I, I didn't want to say anything. I, I kind of, I kind of got that. But what I didn't know is that if I invite somebody to a presentation that I'm giving. Uh, even if I give the best presentation in the world and they get excited about the business, a lot of them would come up to me and say, you know, hey, good luck with that. This looks really awesome. And I, and I, I'm John, what are you talking about? If you really like it, let's get, let's get you started. They're like, no, uh, I can't do what you're doing. I can't, I can't present. So the invite and the presentation I learned very early on are like matter and antimatter. If you understand chemistry at all, you know, or physics, you know that if matter and antimatter ever touch, they annihilate each other. They have to come from two different, they have to stay separate, meaning your, the presentation and the invitation has to come from two different parties, or you can invite somebody to take a look at your opportunity and have the tool be the presentation. So I learned that very, very early on. And then uh, I wanted to go fast, Simon. I asked, I asked my sponsor when he first signed me up, I said, hey, teach me how to approach the cold market. And he's like, no, 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 I gotta teach you how to approach the warm market. I'm like, no, 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 I don't think you understand what I wanna do with this. And I'm like, teach me how to approach the cold market. He's like, dude, I can't teach you how to approach the cold market if you don't know how to talk to your warm market. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll sign up for this class. And, but I wasn't saying, teach me how to approach random people on the street. What I was really saying is, teach me how to approach people that, that have a high tendency to come into this business and, and build it really, really quickly. What I was really saying is, teach me how to approach real estate agents, mortgage brokers, insurance agents, and other network marketers. I just didn't know that that's who I was looking for at the time. Um, so I, a couple things happened that first company that were out of my control, uh, and I, I, I kind of was forced to move into another company and I was like, you know, I want to teach people that you can build a business from anywhere and you don't need to have a giant team. You don't need to have, you know, massive influence over your warm market. 
You can literally be dropped off in the middle of nowhere and be given your phone and Google and you can build a business. So I started cold calling real estate agents, mortgage brokers, um, insurance agents and network marketers. And uh, in that second company, I, I, I personally sponsored 15 people and built a team of a thousand people in about a hundred days. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. Um, and then the company changed their compensation plan uh, right after I did that, and my residuals went from four thousand to less than four hundred overnight. So the first two years was it was a struggle, Simon. I'm not gonna lie. It was it it was it was difficult many many times. Um, and you mentioned a lot of important things like the I love the way you put it the anti the matter and the antimatter, right? I think because you were good in sales, that actually hurts your business. Because no one thought they could do you, you. You did the best presentation, but no one thought they could do what you did. Correct. I had to take. I had to literally remove the salesman out of me. Like I didn't get that. You, you, you think that you know in a lot of different sports, you know your balance in snowboarding might translate a little bit to surfing. Um, so I was thinking, okay, cool. I can come into network marketing and be really, really good at it right away because I've got the sales background as well as a business background. That wasn't the case. I had to remove the salesman out of me because if you sell or convince people something, uh, well, they're um, they're not they're going to think that they have to do the same thing. I remember I invited two of my two of my previous employees who were like my top sellers over to my house, and I pitched them. I present. I I, I pulled out my my laptop and I, I went through a whole PowerPoint and I told them how how awesome they were going to be at this, and they were both hungry and looking for a job at the time. And so they both looked at me and said, you know, let us know how it goes. And I'm like, dude, what are you guys talking about? Like, you, you crushed it with me, you know, a couple years ago. What do you mean? They weren't, saying, they weren't saying no to the opportunity, Simon. They were saying no to what I just did to them. They were saying no to me calling, to, to, to calling people up on the phone and inviting them to their house and pitching them, the, you know, a business opportunity. Nobody wants to do that. Hey, so you brought up, uh, talk about struggles, your first two years of struggle. This is my favorite question. What was your worst, worst, worst moment in network marketing to the point that people will have quit, but you just hung in there? Um, the, the worst moment was when that, when that compensation plan changed um, in, the, in, in, my, in the second company that I was in. And I was at the time, you know, still broke, busted, living in my parents' basement. And I remember my mom the entire time kept asking me when are you going to get a job. But my father was, was behind me and he saw that you know, that I found something that I was passionate about and, you know, could be good at. And so he, so he's always backed me. Like he's always had my back in life and believed in me. And, you know, my mother's always believed in me too. Um, she just didn't really get what I was doing. The worst moment was when my father said, Hey son, we're, we're going to have to have a talk soon, you know, a real talk. And, and thank God that that talk didn't happen. But what he was saying is numbers don't lie. Um, we're going to have to have a talk. You're going to have to find a job like, or you're, you're going to be kicked out of the house. So that was like one of my worst moments in network marketing was questioning, am I really built for this? If my own father, if the one person who's always believed in me is hesitating with his belief factor in me right now. So, um, you know, I, I still, I still look back on that day and I, I'm, I'm super grateful for everything that I've gone through. You know, I really believe that if you're at the bottom right now, it's, it's one of the best places to be because we live in a relative world. It's, this, isn't, this isn't the world of the absolute where there's only one thing. Like you need contrast. You need to have a struggle in order to appreciate success. No trust fund baby, nobody that was ever given millions of dollars and never had to work or grind it or, or hustle actually appreciates or understands what success is because they don't understand what the opposite is. So know that. So if you're going through a struggle right now, know that that is actually the experience that you need in order for you to appreciate and know what success feels like later. Hmm. Great stuff. Really good stuff. I love it. You know, um, you're right because people with the trust fund babies often they're not happy, right? Because they're born with right. money and they don't really. They've never gone through the struggle. It's the journey. So maybe this uh, ties into it. Um, so what was the turning point? What is the turning point that so, – and maybe like after your dad told you to get a job, did you actually go get a job or did you discover your aha no, moment and turn no, things I, around? I, I know I, you can't get a job. You're unemployable, right? I have a very difficult time s sitting in a room watching a clock and, and working on, on somebody else's dream 
when my dream isn't built yet. So uh, I just like, you can't hire me. <laughs> uh, I'll figure out, I'll, I'll just, I, I, I like to believe that I'll figure something out. I'll figure out how to make it happen. And the turning point for me was when, when I started really looking at what online marketing could do for me and my business and, and I started shooting videos and I had people start reaching out to me, asking me what I was doing, as well as thanking me for, you know, inspiration or educational videos. Um, at the time, I wasn't, I wasn't that entertaining. Um, I didn't really get the three pillars of value. I was just, I was do, doing motivation and how to build, you know, how to, how to build a network marketing business videos. And people started reaching out to me, asking me about my business and started joining me, the people that I had never known before. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I think one of the first times where somebody signed up while I was sleeping, you know, from a video. So meaning my video was working for me while I was asleep. That was a magical moment where I, I had this like light bulb go off and it's like, oh, wow, what if I create more of this? What if I, I start using videos to, to really attract more big business builders into my business? Because um, that's what I like to think about. You know, I, I have a very difficult time not looking at something and thinking of the marketing aspects of it. So what were these videos about? You just have motivation and then how did people find these videos? Did you just uh, did SEO or did you post them on social media? What, how did people find out about them? Sure. So yeah, I was I was posting my YouTube videos on on Facebook um, and getting really consistent with it. I didn't really understand how to rank videos at the time. I didn't understand that Facebook doesn't like YouTube. Um, I just I, I was building a brand on Facebook and shooting videos on on YouTube at the same time. So Facebook Live didn't exist yet, and I I didn't I also didn't understand that when you title a video, um, you want to make sure that people are searching for that title on YouTube. So I was titling my videos um, Motivational Mindset Minute and nobody was searching for that. So when I started switching the titles to things that were relevant in the video that were also what people were searching for, I started getting more views and started attracting more people through search. And then, uh, and then I just kept working at it, kept learning, kept looking at different things and tweaking different things. And uh, you know, now if you were to go on YouTube and type in Facebook marketing, which is a pretty big keyword, that a lot of people would love to rank for. Um, my video is number two. It's got over you know 125,000 views. So I've learned a lot in that process. Um, and I, I also, you know, I, I think that you know, going, if you're gonna create content related to anything that your company is involved in, it should be training-based content as well as content that when somebody else in your company looks at that content, they feel obligated to share it. They feel like, oh, wow, this is really good stuff. This is valuable. I should probably share this with my prospects or I should share this with my team. And meaning that like if you're going to create something about your product or your service and you know, highlight the benefits, at the end of the video, I'm a big believer that you should say, get back with the person that shared this video with you um, and ask them how to get started. Because now you're creating content that is shareable and that, can be, that, that will actually pull more people into you. Because a lot of people will come to the source, you know, they'll find out about something, the, a video randomly. You know, John creates a video and Mary shares it with her audience. Mary's got a friend on Facebook named Susan, and Susan doesn't really know Mary, but watches, watches John's video and goes, well, I don't really know Mary, but this guy John looks pretty cool. Maybe I'll go to the source, mm. if that makes sense. Really good stuff. You know, you're, you're so good at other things. You're very good at offline marketing as well. Hey, so where did you learn about this online marketing? Did you just say, hey, I'm going to attend seminars and read books? How did you uh, get this wealth of knowledge? A, a little bit of everything, yeah. I, I, started, I started watching some, uh, you know, I, I started watching guys like Ray Higdon, um, you know, Eric, I started plugging into people like Eric Worre. I went to events like No Excuses, and I, I started, you know, reading different books, buying different courses plugging into as much training as possible. And then just, I really am a big believer in, in like in practicing what you preach and just like, just working through it. You know, like in one day you can learn much more by implementing something that you're not good at than by six months of studying something and becoming an expert on that knowledge. One day of action is worth way more than six months of learning. So uh, I just started doing I just started doing and got better and better. I, you know, if people think that I was born with a network marketing silver spoon in my mouth. 
or I'm some sort of like video, you know, master. Uh, the moment that I I left my mother's womb, that's not the case. My first videos were 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 not good at all. I I, I was not comfortable on camera. I didn't sound like I do today. Uh, and it was just looking back on it, it's so weird. And same time, it's so cool. So if you if you shoot a video and it's bad, leave it up there, like or put it in a vault somewhere. So like later on, that's gold for your audience wants to see when you get really good at something. They want to see that they can do it too. They want to see your your, your trials, your, tribula your your tribulations, the obstacles that you went through. They want to see how far you've come. So if I had to go back, Simon, and tell my 31 year old self, uh, first getting started in network marketing. Uh, anything. I, I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't tell him uh, anything. Any tips or tricks about building a business. I would simply say, Billy, record your struggles. Record your struggles. They're going to be gold later. So I, I wish I took screenshots of my bank account. I wish I took. I, I shot videos uh, in my parents' basement. What the, the struggle was like. I, I wish I really went through those moments where I thought about quit, quitting and got on a video and recorded it and not put it out there to the universe just yet, but, but put it in some sort of vault or some file that could be used later. So, yeah, real, that's really, really good. I think the worse you are, the better the story is. It's oh, very, very, absolutely. very, very inspiring. You know? Absolutely. Hey, you know, our friend Maggie out in, out in Sydney, it's, I think it's like 5.20 a.m. there, she has a question. So speaking of bad videos, what was your first video? What did you do? What was your first topic? My first topic was a was now, a. Everyone's going to search for this now, right? <laughs> right, right. It, it was a motivational topic, um, and then what, what, my second or third video, what, I, I titled it "Reverse Marketing." Um, so the, if you type in "reverse marketing" on YouTube, you'll see one of my first videos. I have a backwards. I have a, I have a baseball cap on backwards. I was in my father's office. Um, so what I would do is. After he's an accountant, when he would go home for the day, I would then go to his office and use it to kind of shoot videos from. Uh, I never said like this was this is my office. Um, there's Eric Worre's coaching program calling me. It's so weird how things are so aligned. But um, yeah, if you go through and you type in reverse marketing, you'll see one of my first videos. It, it wasn't it wasn't that it's got a lot of views on it. It it's, it does really well because the content in there is, is pretty decent. But I was not confident. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like talking to the camera. Well, now that you let the world know about it, you can get a couple more views. Right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Hey, yep. uh, speaking of video, how do you attract six and seven figure earners? You know, like the successful people you, into your business using videos. What are some tips sure. you can share? So, so here, here's some tips. So I, I think I think everybody would love to have a six or seven figure earner reach out to you. And I have I have successfully recruited, um, I don't know if I'm going to say dozens of them, but uh, it's definitely close to a dozen, and and the majority of them have reached out to me. Like I I, uh, I personally sponsored a guy who made 5.6 million in his previous company, and when I get on the you know he, he reached out and said, hey, I've been watching all your videos and I'm I'm ready to get started. Uh, yeah, I got on the phone with him and I was like, oh my god, this is this is really happening. So I had content that was value-based driven about the, the company that I was in <clears throat> on YouTube. You know, I'm, 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 a, I'm really generic on Facebook. And then what I did was, as well as I started teaching some online marketing strategies that he wanted to learn. So one of the reasons that he, he, he chose me as a, as a sponsor was I had something or knew something or could do something that he wanted to know as well as do. So that's kind of a, a little thought press for, for, for you is when you're prospecting somebody, one of the biggest things is what value do you bring, do you bring to the table? Like if, you're, if there's a network marketer that's struggling right now and, and is looking for the right leader, they're looking for somebody that not only re they resonate with, but either has time to, to mentor them um, or has a system that, that they can plug into or has a skill set that they would like to learn. And so I was developing these skill sets online, like ranking videos, um, you know, Facebook Live. And there was six and seven figure earners that wanted to learn and understand the, you know, these skill sets, how to rank videos and how to and how to crush it on Facebook Live that started reaching out to me. And we're like, hey, uh, what are you doing? We'd like to do it, too. Mm. 
Good. Uh, you had mentioned the three pillars of value when you create yes. content. What are those three pillars? So I, I really believe that the value you bring to the marketplace becomes the value that you're worth internally as well as externally. And there's three forms of value. So because you hear this all the time. You hear all these gurus be like, you have to lead with value. You have to go live with value. You have to record value. You have to post value on a daily basis. And I know when the first time I heard that, I was like, what exactly is value? Well, you know, over, over the last three years, I've really learned and understood that value is in three pillars, all right? So you've got entertainment, you've got inspiration, and you've got education. And I'm a big believer that entertainment trumps inspiration and education because most people would much rather laugh than learn. I want you to think about that. Most people would much rather laugh than learn. So knowing that and understanding that, when you do go live, when you do shoot videos, when you do create content online, is there a way for you to not only educate or not only inspire somebody, but also entertain them at the same time? And so, you know, because people, I, I don't get romantic about what attracts people to me or what, get, what keeps somebody on my Facebook Live. That's why I'll wear a blue wig every once in a while. That's why I'll dress up in a goofy costume. Do you think I want to wear a blue wig on a Facebook Live? No, I don't. I don't want to wear a blue wig. But I know this: every time I do, my views go through the roof, and and so do the shares because it's entertaining. Definitely. You know, I just talked about that uh, behind the scenes episode, the recording. But so you got to be funny and don't take yourself too seriously, right? If you, had, you go out to have fun, like wear that blue wig, people like to see that because they want to see the real Billy Funk, not just the one who's so serious. Hey, talk about uh, you do this unboxing video too. For those who don't know about unboxing videos, it's like you know if you buy a new iPad or iPhone, they actually you go to YouTube videos, they actually open it up, show what's in the package. So you use that very effectively to grow your MLM business. Can you share that really quickly? Absolutely. So this is what I've taught my team. Um, you know, so Facebook Live actually didn't exist when I first got started. If I, I and I so I, I told mom, I'm like, look, if I got started over again, here's exactly what I would do. I would take the box. So this works for any physical product company um, inside of any country. So you take the box that you get shipped in the mail. It's usually a brown box that doesn't have any branding on it. And you, you create a, a Facebook Live saying, I'm so excited for what just came in the mail right now. I can't wait to share with you what it is. And you go live and you, you, you have printed next to you a list of all the benefits of your product. So if it's a weight loss product, you know, you talk about how it, it, this product helps you get fat loss, maybe energy, you know, maybe you got a sleep product and there's all these other benefits or does it decrease inflammation? You know, without making medical claims, figure out what you can and can't say about your, your physical product and the benefits, not the features, but the benefits, print them out so you have a cheat sheet next to you. You go live. You show them the box and you tell them how excited you are about what's in the box because what's in the box has been known to give people incredible amounts of fat loss, energy, focus, you know, and you just go down the list and then you, you open the box up on camera and you reach in and I like to, I sort of tell them to like then look at the camera and be like, you know, I was going to show you what's in here. However, to be honest with you, I don't know how many of you actually want to know. So I don't want to. You know, show, you, show anybody that doesn't want to know. And if you do want to know, just type in I want to know in the comments below and I'll shoot you a personal message with exactly what's in the box. And so every single person, Simon, that has done this on my team who has had 200 friends on Facebook or more um, has gotten at least one personal customer or one rep. And out of the gate, people coming to them, meaning that can you, can you imagine the duplication that's going on on my team right now? Can you imagine the excitement, how many people stick around? Because the moment that somebody gets started, they're at 10. And, you know, days go by, they could go down from a, to a 10, to a 9, to an 8, to a 7, and belief factor and excitement. But if you get them a win out of the gate, if they are, if, if people are coming to them, asking them about their product, the product that you have, and, and they're getting a customer or a rep, like, they now not only you know, consciously know that they can do it, but subconsciously, they also believe it. When those two are aligned and somebody has that, that, uh, you know, that belief factor in themselves, the sky's the limit. Yeah, it's so good. Really good stuff. Unboxing video, everyone. Go and you know, hit the 15-second uh, rewind button. Hit that a few times. Listen to that again. That's something that's worked for everyone on Billy's team that's done it. So go make that unboxing video. 
I, I also teach my team to go as long as possible without saying the name of the company or the product to create curiosity-based posts that draw people to them. You know, talking about experience, talking about the results that they got, talking about different things without mentioning the name of the company or the product. I had I had one girl on my team. Actually, this is a really cool assignment. I think you'll appreciate this. So one of her new reps really wanted to, to post her link online and really wanted to talk about the name of the company and product. And she goes, I'm, I'm willing to do something for you, um, you know, to prevent you from, from going down this rabbit hole. I'm going to take a screenshot of how many friends I have right now, and I'm going to then post my link. And I'm going to leave it up for a few hours, and then I'm going to delete it, and I'm going to take a screenshot of how many friends I have afterwards. She lost 14 friends in four hours from posting her link about the company and product because nobody wakes up t today or tomorrow on Facebook and says, I can't wait for my friend Bob to share about his unique product because I want to buy something today. Mm. Nobody's doing that. And so when they see that, they feel like, you know, you're, you're being, uh, uh, you've got this agenda and you want this transaction and they feel like you're not really their friend anymore or they want to see it. Yes. Very, very good point. Hey, um, Switching gears a little bit, let's talk about, before we go to um, the round, kind of wind down the show, talk about your extreme prospecting system the, that guarantees to get someone to give you the number or say, yes, they're open to a side project. Yes, so my extreme prospecting system goes like this. So it's a little bit of a, a Ray Higdon, Eric Worre, and Billy Funk. So it's a combination of, I think, two of the best trainers, and then I added some of, some of my own. So it starts like this, you know, whether you're, you're inside of an Uber, whether you're, you know, you're sitting down at a restaurant and you want to prospect your waitress or waiter, you're at a networking event. It doesn't really matter where you are. The goal first is to get somebody's name. If you're in an Uber, you have an app that tells you what their name is. If you're in a restaurant, they usually have a name tag uh, or you can, you can guess their name. But you get their name and you pay them a compliment. So I get their name. I give them a compliment. And, uh, you know, so let's say I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down at – uh, Red Lobster and Mary is my waitress. So I, I would say, uh, Mary, just, I just want to let you know you're, you're, uh, you seem like a really, really sharp waitress and you're one of the best that I've had. Uh, and then, so this is like during the meal, I'm you know, giving her that compliment. And then what I want to do is I want to qualify her. I want to ask her, you know, uh, is this what you do full time? And she's going to say yes or no or part time or whatever, you know, she goes to school still. It doesn't really matter. And then you're, you're going to, um, you're going to pop the question. You're going to simply say, are you, you know, I'm just curious, are you open to a side project if it didn't interfere with what you're currently doing? And she's either going to say yes or what is it? Don't pitch her or present to her right there and then use your tools. Let her know that it takes 15 minutes, you know, for you to, uh, you know, for, for you to get all the information out and it doesn't look like you got 15 minutes since you're on the job. You know, she, she will... <clears throat> What you want to do is you want to get her next to simply for you to simply say, if I was to send you some information, would you look at it? And then here's the big one that the most people that I've never seen anybody else teach, Simon. This is what gets somebody's number. All right. Is wherever you're at in the world, you want to find two local area codes. So here in San Diego, it's 619 or 858 are two you know, really common in Chicago. It's uh, 773 or 312. In Miami, it's, nine, it's 954 or 305. I can go on and on because I've done this in all these different cities. And so I'll simply say next, you know, after they say yes, I'll take a look at it. Cool. If I was to text you this information, would I be texting 619 or 858? Now, as a human being, when you hear a piece of information that's not accurate about yourself, you will always correct it. So you gave that person one, if not two pieces of information that are not correct and they will correct you. They'll, they'll, they could say, no, it's 760. Okay, cool. 760. I got the first three. What's the next seven? Most of the time, they'll just continue giving you the, their, their entire number. So I did two, I did two Facebook Lives um, on this, Simon, uh, actually live inside of an Uber. And what, so I had never gone in for that and qualified somebody and not gotten the number. Um, and the first, so the first time that I did this, this guy, Sergey, this Russian guy, um, was my, he was really kind of a negative Nelly. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't have prospected him, but I, I went live saying, Hey, I'm about to prospect an Uber driver. I don't know what's going to happen. And you know, anything could happen. And you know, it's funny. It went really, really, went really badly. Um, let's just say that, that uh, I didn't get his number and it was, it was a really cool moment for me. It was a really humbling experience. 
as well as my audience, I think became more, uh, I think they, tr they trust me more because I left it up there as well as they, they see that I'm human, that, mm. that not everybody says yes to you as well as you don't have to prospect everybody. You don't have to ask everybody to join your business. You don't have to ask everybody, are they open to making more additional income? You don't. I don't judge people, but I'm also a talent scout, and I also am very careful and selective with who I let in my world. Like, if you're super negative, and uh, I don't want you in my business. I don't. I don't want that around me or my team. Um, and then the next day, I went live again, and it was successful. So, uh I don't think anybody's ever done that, like live prospecting on Facebook Live. Want to grow your business faster and make your next 12 months your best year ever? Then you must go to our training, No BS, No Hype in Gold Coast, Australia, or No BS, No Hype USA in Los Angeles. You've probably already seen on Facebook what people have said about our training workshops and events, and now I'm bringing my No BS, No Hype training to two major events. Number one, for my friends down under in Australia, I've got something super special and exciting. We're doing our first big event in Australia in the Gold Coast on May 12, 13, 14. This will be at least 10 times better and bigger than my normal workshops. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash events. And for our friends in North America and Europe, our next event will be in Los Angeles in February 2018. This three-day training event is on February 23rd to 25th, 2018 in Los Angeles and will feature not only three days of training for me, but also seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 and get your early bird tickets at mlnation.net forward slash events. If you listen to ML Nation, you already know how the major breakthrough for almost all the leaders came at an event. And right now, it's your turn. Go make the best investment you can do today and attend No BS, No Hype. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Hey, you've been amazing. I feel like we can talk on and on. Just to wind down the show, wrap up, some sure. really quick questions to pick your brain. And these could be like one word answer, one sentence answer. You can keep them short. Cool. Okay. First one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? One of my favorite success quotes that motivates me. Uh, I've created a lot of funkisms. You know, one is, uh, if you don't stop until you get there, you get there every time. Um, and then I, one of the things that I think really has inspired me is uh, the universe or God, whatever you want to call all that is, um, gives you who you need and what you need when you need it. So knowing that you're here, that it's now, that uh, you know, to, to really to be disappointed or, or upset about where you're at in life, um, you know, it's part of the human condition. However, like knowing that you can, you can change it. You can absolutely get to wherever you want to go as long as you don't stop. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? One habit that's helped me become successful is... Uh, Removing attachment to outcome. So like I don't I don't have any any energy towards somebody joining my business anymore. So like I, I just I, I remove it completely and I let them decide. So like that that that's probably I that's one thing I might tell my my previous self, my 30-year-old self, like, hey dude, um don't get attached to the outcome. Like if somebody wants to join your business, they will. If they won't, they won't. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? The best piece of advice I've ever received. Um, man, these are good quotes, Simon Chan. I mean, these are good questions. Um, I, I would have to say that you are the, the average of the five people you surround yourself with. I know you've heard that time and time again, but it's so true. You have to be super selective and super careful with who you surround yourself with. And the cool thing is, if you're listening to people like Simon Chan, even if you're not physically present with him, he can be one of those five. He can be one of those five. So it's like Jim Rome, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, W. Clement Stone, Napoleon Hill, they were, they were my five when I didn't have successful people to hang out with. Say you have a qualified prospect. What's your favorite prospecting tool? Do you send like a video? Do you do a webinar? Do you um, meet them face-to-face -face oh. and use a flip chart? What do you like to use? So I, I, I'm qualifying. I'm, 
I'm prospecting somebody. I, my favorite is my company video. It's less than five minutes long and short and sweet. And I can, when I, when I follow up with them, I'm, I'm, it's really easy to ask them what they like best. Do you have a favorite uh, online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you can recommend? My favorite app. So I love, I love Google Keep and I also love, um, besides Uber, um, I am a, a big fan in, in Evernote. Hmm. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? So the one book that I will recommend is a book that changed my life. So I know a lot of MLM Nation has probably read Think and Grow Rich. If you haven't, I definitely recommend that. But I think Think and Grow Rich is kind of like the outline for success. There was a few things Napoleon Hill left out. And I really believe that Jack Canfield actually put the, you know, if you want to call it the, the success Bible, it's called Success Principles. Mm. And how to get from where you are to where you want to be. And it's, it's this thick. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, after you get through that, go definitely go with Tools of Titans. I, I took out my highlighter for the first time since reading, I think, Success Principles. Those are the only two books that I've ever felt compelled to like highlight and take notes in. Yeah, awesome, awesome books. Tools of Titans and Success Principles. And Billy, here's the last question. The million-dollar question. You ready? I'm ready. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one, so your contact list of zero, but you, you're kind of like an alien that went to another planet and knew no one, but they spoke English. Yep. But you have all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's mm-hmm. the first thing you do to find prospects or first place you go to build an ML business from scratch? So the first place that I would go offline uh, would be to... I would go on meetup.com and I would type in entrepreneurs, networking, uh, business events. I would find where are the, the biggest events, the, the most frequent ones. I would go there and then online, I would, um, I would start shooting videos. I would start going live on Facebook and then I would also be uh, ranking videos on YouTube. Awesome. And uh, you've been incredible. As we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you and get, get in touch with you, Billy? Sure. The, the, the last piece of advice is this. Uh, you know, Online marketing and offline marketing can, can look like from a macro level, can look super complicated, and you have to figure it all out. And you, know, you have to understand how to email market, build the funnel, and uh, you know, how to rank videos, and how to do this, and Facebook Live, and and you know, oh my God! I mean, what about LinkedIn? And you know, somebody was just telling me about Snapchat, but I, I was just getting on Instagram, and, and then does Twitter still work? So here, here's the thing: get good at something. Like, like, be good, get great, and then accelerate to awesome. You don't have to be awesome at everything in order for you to attract people in your business. In fact, if you simply understand and become self-aware of your strengths. You can then surround yourself with your weaknesses and you'll make your weaknesses irrelevant. Uh, so that's my last piece of advice for you guys. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on YouTube. Uh, you can also go to BillyFunk.com. I've got three of my most powerful trainings uh, that you can grab for free um, right there on that, on that page, uh, BillyFunk.com. And uh, Simon, it's been, it's been an absolutely awesome experience. I, I'm uh, super grateful you had me on. I love the no whining in MOM. <laughs> Hey, ML Nation, like Billy mentioned, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Billy Funk. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and just type in Billy, B-I-L-L-Y at the search bar. And the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom that Billy talked about will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing in life, you must help others. So Billy, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Billy, and God bless you. Thanks, Simon. Appreciate it. Don't forget, if you want a major breakthrough in your business, then you must go to our training, No BS, No Hype, in the Gold Coast, Australia, in May 2017, or No BS, No Hype, USA, in Los Angeles, in February 2018. And right now, you can save up to $400 on an early bird ticket. Just go to mlnation.net, four slash events. Go register, and I look forward to seeing you there. ML Nation, the Simon Channel, recap and review from an amazing episode from Billy Funk. Make sure to connect with him. 
Uh, just go to mlmnation.net, search for Billy, B-I-L-L-Y, and all his contact info, and also the nuggets of wisdom well, are there. And boy, are there tons of nuggets here. Let me just start off. Uh, number one, you know, his first 25 people he approached were his friends and family, and they all said no, right? He's learned to have that no, the lack of emotions, the emotion detachment. And you're looking really for top, top people. And he said the top people you're looking for when he's talking about co-market was real estate agents, insurance agents, uh, mortgage brokers, right? Top people who are entrepreneur. Now, when he started, Billy was a salesperson. He was an entrepreneur, really good salespeople. I mean, he went door to door, but he had no success because here's the big thing is people, when they say no to you, they're not saying necessarily no to the opportunity. They're saying no to what you did to them. Okay, they say no to what you did to them, the way you approach, the way. So the fact that Billy was a great salesperson actually hurt him because no one, people was like, wow, sounds great, because no one could, thought they could do a speak like the way he did. And he talked about, the, I love the contrast. You know, everything has to be up and down. As he mentioned that a few times, from success to the pits to uh, matter, antimatter. And the presentation and the invitation cannot be done by the same person, right? So you can invite someone, but you can't be presenting. Because the more, if you talk really well, then people don't think they can do what you did. So it's got to be, now you can use a tool or you can use someone else, but the invite person cannot be the same as the presentation person. Got Really important because you're selling, really selling what people, that they can do it. Now, I love the, the, you know, the uh, mindset. The bottom is the best place to be because you can only go up. And for every struggle, allows you to appreciate success more. And he even talked about doing his first videos. Um, save them, right? Take a screenshot. I think one of the things that really helped me, I just came from an event out in Philadelphia, and I showed pictures of me when I was earning zero checks, when I was in front of a big uh, old Cathray 2 monitor, you know, hacking out online, doing online marketing back in 2004. You know, those struggles are one day going to be, you're going to be sharing them on stage, right? Billy talked about his first video was terrible. And leave them up there. Because, number one, it shows you that you're real. And number two, when you become successful, it's very inspiring for people to see your journey. All right, right? Now, if you feel like, oh, I'm never going to be successful, then that's your mindset. you got to visualize yourself being successful. If you visualize yourself being successful, then leave it on there because those videos are going to be great stories. And he shared about when he did a Facebook Live, a live prospecting of the Uber driver that went terrible, right? It was terrible. But he kept it up there and he actually got a lot of feedback. Because people know that, hey, it's real. And also, even a guy like Billy Funk, a top sponsor, also has people saying no to him. And uh, he's sorting people. He, he doesn't even want. That's a big aha moment. He's a talent scout. I love the word. Talent scout, right? And you don't, he's selective in who he lets into the world. If someone's a negative person, say, heck no. You, you move on, right? But you keep going. I love his uh, quote there. If you don't, his Funkerism, Billy Funkerisms. If you don't stop till you get there, you eventually, you get there every time. Right. If you don't stop till you get there, you get there every time. And it's to keep going, keep going, keep keep going. Never quit. Never stop. Uh, other hot moments is, you know, the video. Is, you know how you talked about the video in terms of titling YouTube videos. You be titling what people are searching for, right? And the three pillars of value. Like if you don't know anything to share, right? Three pillars of value: entertainment. Inspiration and education. People love to be entertained because people like to laugh more than they learn. That's so true. People like to laugh more than what they learn. So what value are you bringing to the table in terms of creating content? You always get paid for your value, right? And if you find just that you have a niche, he talked about really good, that successful people, they, they had a need he went to learn the skill set to fulfill that need. So some people, they wanted to uh, learn how to rank videos. For, for example, a real estate agent wanted to get the videos ranked so they can uh, get more open houses or more listings, right? So he'll go learn the skill set of how to rank videos and create videos teaching people how to rank videos, right? And that attracted successful people. And he talked about the, success, the successful entrepreneur who made a lot of money. He taught that person online marketing and he made online videos about it. Right, so that that person you saw value, and that's how people start following you and buying you. Remember, your value based is value based content. And if you don't know what to, you know, if you don't know what to do, just start with your story. Share your story. Share your struggles. That's you know, record your struggles, um, 
because those one day, they're very inspiring. You see yourself grow. And it's also very inspiring for you to watch yourself grow as well. A uh, very interesting thing you talk about when we talk about unboxing videos. So good. I mean, we've all watched unboxing videos, right? Whether it was a new phone or a new watch, a new computer, a new gift, you want to see what's in there. Um, you know, get a list of the benefits, right? Not the features, but the benefits and go every go over every one of them. But when you're about to go in, this is the cool thing, right? Is that he just doesn't show. But number one, he don't show the name of the company. But he asked, if you want to know more, I can go really, really into detail and show you what it is. Right, just private message me, and that again creates the curiosity, creates the curiosity. And then, uh, he says, if all his entire team, everyone was done, it gets at least one customer or one rep by these unboxing videos. So, MLM Nation, take action, do it. You know, taking action for one day of actions better than six months of learning. You right after this video, go take action, do your first unboxing video, and don't mention company. Hitachi talked about he did a uh, with someone in his team, when they posted a link, the person immediately lost 14 friends, right? People don't like to be sold. They like to learn. They like to be inspired, like to be entertained. So great show. Definitely connect with Bill. I can go on and on here, but I think it's better for you to re-listen to this again, the specifics. Um, really good stuff there. Again, connect with Billy Funk. You can check his website. And also just go to MLNation.net, search for Billy. You can get it there. Um, if you like these episodes, please take two minutes, help us out here, leave a review, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. They mean a lot, and uh, it shows the community how awesome profession we are. So please do that. Thank you for listening. I'm Simon Chen. I'm loud and proud to be part of this, part of this amazing profession. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare.